It's the Next Level Contractor Podcast, and today I'm going to do a quick, pure practical episode, which means I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the trimmings, and we're going to get right to the, the meat of the matter. And the topic I'm going to be talking about is how to create large guides to power serious rankings and brand awareness. I'm doing this one from home this morning, and I'm actually doing it the morning that I'm going to be putting it out. I was at a trade show this past week, and I didn't have a ton of time to put together a podcast, but I hope this is super useful for you. This is really the cutting edge of what we're trying to do for clients right now and for ourselves in our own marketing. So large guides are what I think of as a somewhat secret sauce to ranking high on Google, but also they are a powerful way to promote your brand on social media and they're a great look. When you when you do something that's comprehensive and in-depth, it really establishes your company as an authority on the topic that you're talking about. I think the first thing you need to do is find a topic that you want your website and brand to be associated with in people's minds and Google's algorithm. I say Google's algorithm because when you do this, um, when you create a giant compre- comprehensive guide, Google sees that, see, you know, sees um, in air quotes here, but algorithmically sees that you're trying, you know, that you're trying to be useful on this topic, and especially if you create something that ranks high and gets people to stay on the page a long time, then by osmosis, you're able to get your website really well associated with that topic, and other things on your website rank higher. And I use the example of a company, um, a pottery, a, um, a pottery company, Deneen Pottery, and I created we created a giant guide about the topic of pottery, and strangely. First of all, I saw that one of the things on their website was ranking on page three or four and for the term pottery, and we did a giant guide that was like 7,000 words, and then that ranked highly and actually got onto the first page for the term pottery. And everything else around that term, like, like the commercial intent keywords, um, started to rank highly more highly for those terms as well. So other things on your website will rank highly when you do these things. You want to find something that you want your team and yourself to learn more deeply about and to speak more confidently on. So we do content for clients, but I also think them doing some content themselves is highly useful because there is a lot of benefits to writing. And I think that one of my favorite benefits is that you essentially get more information along the way and you become a little bit more authoritative in the way you might talk about something because you've written about it so much. Um, you want to, third, you want to create a large piece of content known as a hub post. And like I said, by osmosis, other pieces on this topic will rank better as well including your commercial intent landing pages. Fourth, what, um, what would you do if Google didn't exist? How would you promote this piece? 
So would you do videos? Would you put out social posts? Influencers? You know, influencers are a great way to get promotion built in. If you do a roundup as part of the post, it's a powerful way to get those people on board and to help those people have a reason to share your content. Do the things that you would do if Google didn't exist. Next, when you outline, do keyword research along the way and make sure every chapter has a keyword focus. So you can use the people also ask box on Google. You can do the suggested searches at the bottom of Google search results. Find other things, the topics, the subtopics, the shoulder topics that Google believes other people, the the same people who are Googling what you're trying to make the post after are looking for. Um, the last podcast goes a lot deeper into how to do keyword research quick to find topics, um, or it's one of the last um, podcasts to find topics um, in a lot of different ways. Add illustrations or other imagery to, the, to brand the piece of content. Now, I've always watched this guy, Backlinko. It's backlink, and just the letter O, dot com. And every single piece of content has a look, has a brand. And, you know, he said one time, somebody commented, how many hours do you spend on these pieces of content? <clears throat> and he said, at least 20, possibly 30 and to me, that became the new standard if I ever want to do a large piece of content. Whatever hard work looks like to you, this kind of content ideally takes 10 times longer than your regular content. And you want to find ways to bake promotion right into the guide. So think of this as a deep guide, a large guide, a comprehensive piece of content. I even use StoryBrand. StoryBrand has a tool called BrandScript to outline the piece and focus on the ideal customer of the content. The whole time you're writing the piece and the whole story of the, the piece. And I like to have a real story baked into the piece of content. And don't waste the piece by pitching hard. The end result that we want from this piece of content is goodwill and links back to the, the content. And I say this all the time, but links just mean any anybody else linking to your website from another website. These posts, these giant guides are beautiful for getting links. And yes, you will need to do heavy promotion on social and even some email and, you know, some outreach to other sites to feature this content. You know, writing a giant piece of content does not mean it's going to automatically get good traction. You have to actually promote it. Then use a symbolic story for the chapters if you want. So I like to use legends, um, try to find something funny, try to work in some symbolism, into the story and actually think about what the, what this would be like if you were trying to make it into like let's say a Pixar film create a story around the the guide's topic 
and then create interest by studying persuasion and ways, ways to make the article interesting. So copywriting is massive. I think it is super important for every single aspect of marketing, but there are tons of formulas. You know, just like if you were a stand-up comedian, there's ways to use formulas to get people to laugh. Um, one of those is by looking at a cliche and then turning it on its head and saying it, but then, you know, giving it a different spin. And that can be, you know, a quick way to, you know, people expect one thing and give them another. In persuasion and copywriting, one of those formulas is the mystery formula and you ask a provocative question or you start off with a, a strong, bold statement that you know cuts through the noise, something that really that the people want. You say that or you ask a really provocative question at the beginning and then you go through the different things that it's not that they might expect. So if they're expecting, let's say your giant guide is about siding, you may expect that the most expensive siding is the strongest. You may expect that we are going to only give you the siding that we sell as the best. You may expect, you know what I mean? You're going through these different things that they would expect, but you're actually saying it's not those things. And by doing that, you're getting them to anticipate what your answer is. Now they want your answer. And you don't give it to them right away. You actually lead them along for a little bit and get them to get into the article first. So that's the mystery formula. But there are tons of copywriting formulas. And it makes sense to kind of look through those, especially if you're going to spend the time to create a large guide. Because, you know, just because you write it doesn't mean they'll come. So it really requires not just time, but really studying these methods of copywriting that, that capture attention and get people to spend longer than a minute on your post. And just to give a little bit of authority here, we have an average of like three to five minutes on our website. And this is because we do these kind of things on a regular basis. A lot of people's website, the average is like a minute um, when we when we pick up and do these things for people. Um, all right, and then we've got make sure that the pieces line up with your long-term vision for how you want to help people so you're intrinsically motivated to, to make something epic. So don't just pick a random thing because you think that's what Google wants. Do something where it would actually help your organization to get into it and to be associated with it. And really look at your long-term vision because you want to create evergreen content. Evergreen content just means something that will work for you in 2021, 2025. You don't want to create something that's just for this year and is going to go away. You don't want to spend 30 hours on a piece of content that uh, isn't going to matter for you soon. <laughs> 
Um, and then lastly, I'll just say have fun because content and marketing is not just, you know, it can't just be education at this point. You have to learn how to entertain. So whatever you can do to make the content entertaining and to have fun while making it will make it a lot more interesting. And, you know, main the main thing is, is that your first one of these might not be as great. You have to actually practice. And that sounds crazy because I'm talking about 20 to 30 hours of time. But I'm certain that it will be useful to you. And especially if you line it up with your long-term vision of how you want to help people and help your customers. All right. Thank you very much. This has been a pure practical episode of the Next Level Contractor Podcast. We're coming at you every Monday. 30 minutes or less with no bullshit helping small businesses and construction companies be more profitable with better leads and better systems rate us on itunes and i hope this has been useful to you thanks